Hello, this is Ushul Uysal Kalveli. I'm the co-founder of B-Coach Academy. In B-Coach Academy, we are connected from our heart to the words of Rumi. You are not the drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in one drop. We believe people can create big waves when they see their ocean essence and help others see their essence as well and move things forward believing in their potential and in everyone's potential. This is for us what leadership is. Believing in something bigger than you and moving others to join you in this vision. Actually, the reason of this podcast is to define what leadership is. And for defining it, we wanted to ask leaders to tell us from their experience what leadership is, what are the challenges of leaders, who can call themselves a leader, what are the gifts of leaders. And in this episode, I am interviewing Lizzy Pirizuela. Lizzy is the founder of Lebbund Association and their first project their founding project is called Das Hallo Project. It's a project that connects elderly with non-German speaking immigrants in Germany so that the elderly can feel connected, socialized, energized and the immigrants can learn German. But let Lizzie tell you how the project started. In Argentina, I was always working like a volunteer for different NGOs and projects. So when I moved here, I wanted to do the same. But it was not that easy as I saw. <laughs> so sometimes it was like I needed to speak like perfect German or really fluent. And at that time, I, it was not my case. Or they had so many steps in order to become a volunteer. Or like they accept me, but it was like I was to I went to the meetings, and there were no introductions or explanation or anything. So you were just there, and this this is not supposed how it should work. Then I decided, okay, I I will not volunteer. And you are in a in a new country, and uh, what makes you decide to volunteer? I want to help, and that's why I was really missing that from Argentina and I wanted to do the same here. It was so frustrating, like it was not possible. And I also heard this from other of my participants and my volunteers because they didn't speak like perfect German or other reasons they could not volunteer. I find it really bad because it's something like it connects you to the country and to the city so you can integrate better too. That was one of the reasons. One or two years after, it was when I decided to create the project. So the project I created because of different reasons. From one side, it was my personal case. When I moved here, of course, I was learning German, <laughs> trying to integrate, to find a job. And then I found a job in English and Spanish. So it's like, <laughs> I couldn't speak German during my work. And after work, it was really hard to practice German because there were a lot of activities and possibilities, but they were all during the day. 
afterward there was nothing. So it's like, okay, <laughs> I cannot practice my German. And this case, they had so many of my friends and people I knew, so I, I was not alone. And then from the other side, I saw the elderly part. I was in Halbenhof in the central station. I saw a lot of elderly looking for um, bottles and cans from the garbage. Then I was wondering, like, why are they doing this? Like, but why? Germany is a rich country. Yeah, that case, like, it was, I didn't know about like, all the system. And then I investigated and everything. And then I found out that the pension system is here. It's not that good as I saw. Sometimes the elderly, they really need to do this to get some more money. And I wanted to help this elderly, this poor elderly. And I tried a project in 2017, something similar, not quite the same, and it didn't work out. There was a lot of interest in from the foreigners, but not from the elderly. So, okay, <laughs> I left it. And then at the, the end of 2017, I saw that there was a stipendium, possibility to do a coaching, that they were helping young people from 18 to 30 to develop from an idea to a project like giving you coaching and teaching you. So, okay, let's apply <laughs> with my idea. I remember telling my husband at that time, look, I will apply. <laughs> and if they say yes, and if they take me, I will do everything, but everything to make the project work. And if they say no, okay, okay, I leave it. I continue with my life <laughs> like it was. As you can imagine, they say yes, and I did this coaching. And that's how the project was created because this was the initiative, like the impulse that gave me like, come on, they accept you, you can do it. <laughs> what gave you this inner motivation saying, I will give it all if they accept? Well, it was related to the things like I wanted to volunteer. It was so hard here. Like also re so many rejections. Like was I like, okay, you don't want me as a volunteer? I will create my own NGO and you will see. I, I can do it myself. Like, I will try. <laughs> we can always try. And the idea of the project was like, I saw this elderly, the poor elderly didn't work out. But then I was thinking, okay, this elderly and maybe the other ones that they are not looking for cancer bottles in the garbage, the pension is really low. So maybe they don't have the opportunity to go for a coffee or for a beer with friends. So they are staying really alone. So what I did was change poverty in the elderly to loneliness. And this, it worked. My idea was, why I don't bring this elderly that they have free time? Maybe they want to meet new people. And they speak German with foreigners that they want to speak German, they want to integrate, and they want to meet German people. So that's how the idea came up. And the project exists since April 2018. The Salo project, we are the first community building initiative in Germany that brings elderly and immigrants together in order to promote the intercultural and intergenerational exchange, but also to overcome the loneliness from both sides. Because after we found out like the elderly, they are not the only ones that they feel lonely. Us as foreigners moving here into a new country, culture different, people is different, like everything. Sometimes we feel also lonely, and that's why we also want to help these foreigners. We do common activities, it's like group activities. We do a tandem program, 
And we also organize community events only for the foreigners. The common activities are with the elderly. So the idea is to organize, for example, like going for a walk or play games, afternoons, dancing classes, culture nights, where the idea is to bring both groups together so they can get to know each other, they can exchange experiences, and they can help each other. And the idea of the tandem is more or less the same, but only one-to-one. So we bring one elderly and one foreigner together based on the interesting hobbies and where they live so they can get along better. And also this is very important to build a better relationship. And also in this part of community building and also fighting the loneliness of the foreigners, we organize activities only for them. These are our community events where they get a chance to know the other participants, only the foreigners. And the idea is really just to create the atmosphere where they can exchange experiences about Munich, Germany, exchange tips, and make friends. Because we want them really to be comfortable and feel like home here, their, their new home. So your project, so this is the Hallow project, but yes. you have another name for the association. Yes, so the name of the NGO is Le Bund. So, you know, Bund in Germany is like colorful. But it means like intercultural, international, like different, diverse. So the idea is like, I didn't create like the NGO with the That's Hello project name. Because the thing is like, I have more ideas. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to do more projects. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why um, we created Le Bund. And it's going to be like the organization where that's the base for the, all our projects. So once you had this idea and you got the coaching, it just took off. You had to work with other people then. You had to gather other volunteers, organize. How did this work for you? How was it to, to recruit people for your coach? Yeah. <laughs> so at the beginning, it happened like naturally, I would say. I started just talking about the idea with my friends. And then um, my best friend, she, she was moving and she wanted to rent the apartment. And then she heard from another Argentinian. <laughs> and then she was also like really in social projects and this. And then my friend was thinking like, look, she could help you because she's a designer and I need someone to design my logo and everything. She's a designer, she's from Argentina. She's also in this uh, area. So, and then I was talking with Paula. Paula is the first team member. And then she was automatically in, like, yes, we can do it, okay. For example, the second member is like, we went to a branch. <laughs> and I started talking again about the project. And then the second member came in. Then I was on my work, talking again about the project, the third one and the fourth one. So by June in 2018, we were already five in the team. So it happened really fast. And then we started organizing these info evenings for more people. And then people started like as the participating, the participants, but also there were people like they wanted to volunteer. And then it was getting bigger, bigger, bigger. <laughs> so now we are 28 volunteers in the project. Wow. Yeah. In volunteering organizations, people sometimes come with very good intentions, but because it's not a job, it's like taking time from your private life, sometimes it gets challenging. And I wonder what kind of challenges did you manage as the leader of this organization? (laughs) 
So of course, like this, not everyone agrees all the time. Like this is normal. I think like what we want to like what is our main with the volunteers main goal is to really create this atmosphere like where everybody can bring their ideas. And if, for example, if I propose an idea, I will always ask the team because it's like, as I told you, like this lack of knowledge, I am not an expert in everything, of course. Something from the website, I will ask me the IT, the people that they are doing it because their opinion is really matters for me. And I can have like great ideas that for me, they are great, but maybe it's not the correct time to do it now. Maybe if we should change a little thing can make it much better. But the thing is like in our team is like we are really open like to really, if someone has an idea, everybody gives their opinion. And then we decide like, so how we can do it? Should we do this? Should we wait? Should we do it different? So of course we don't agree all the time, but it's like this, yeah, I really like like we can, everybody can say their opinion and the, all the other ones will listen and also get, give feedback. Yeah, I was wondering how do you decide on projects and next steps with uh, 28 people? Yeah, so not the 28, they don't decide everything. Of course, because otherwise I will be bombarding them with a lot of things. No, but uh, it depends on the area, what we are doing and what are we asking them. So the social media, websites, one part, the activities will be other part. So for example, the activities team, I will ask them more related questions to activities. Other things too, but more activities. And from the people from the, that to my, the website, I will, not, I will not really ask them a lot of activities because it doesn't make sense because they are not really in the field. Mm-hmm. But for example, uh, Corona now, when we decided to cancel our, all our activities, it was not a decision I took. So I asked all the team, and this really everyone in the team, should we cancel or should we not cancel? And everybody voted. And then, of course, the majority say that we should cancel and then we decided this. And it was the, the best decision. And for the ones that they say, no, I contacted every person and then I justify like why I really think we should cancel. And they understood. So the big, big decisions is all the team because it's really important for me to know what they think about this. Okay. <laughs> And how do you get a new volunteer in? What are you looking for when you want to increase your team power? <laughs> and now that we are not able to do info evenings, we are organizing these personal meetings one-to-one where I explain everything about the project and then like a really personal meeting, then we ask more the motivations, what are they looking for? What are their needs? What is their motivation to join us? For me, it's really important like people that they are really motivated and they feel identified with our vision and what we do. Because this is really important for like from the elderly sides and also from the foreigners. Because our target groups are really different. And I also know that not everyone maybe likes both groups. So... It needs to feel completely identified with what we do and our vision. This is very important for me. And also we, in these personal meetings, we clarify really what they are looking for, exactly what, how they want to engage. Sometimes it's exactly what we are looking for, one of the positions. Sometimes they have completely new ideas that we can apply to. So it's also good. Mm. 
So volunteers are very good. I always like looking forward to meet new people that want to volunteer or just participate in the project. Yeah. And I think you have also very good interpersonal skills. You enjoy talking with people, I think, and uh, asking, them, <laughs> asking them questions. And But from what you say, I understand that it's not like you are checking if they fit. It's like, what what can we do for you? What are you looking for? So you are coming from, again, a service perspective to the person that you will work yeah. with. So you see, you have been uh, leading this organization for, for quite some time now. So what have you seen as a gift of being a leader? A gift is like, I can learn so much. <laughs> I can never stop learning. I learned so many things from different areas, but also I learned a lot from my team. It's like I am continuous learning from them, like in different situations and everything. I really like it. And I would say like a gift as a founder and as a leader is like I have two things. So once it's like these rewarding moments, like I will save it for my whole life. So for example, in my team, when my team, the new members, they start saying the word we. They say we and us. Like they feel completely identified with the team and the project and they start talking like we. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> I am like super emotional. I am a super emotional person. So <laughs> my team knows that. So when my team starts saying we and they feel completely identified with the project, this is like, like a rewarding moment for me. And then also sometimes like during the activities, I really take like one minute to contemplate the situation. And then I see like the elderly, like talking with the foreigners and they are like talking a lot and they are laughing and they look so happy. And it's like, oh my God, yeah, internally I talk to myself, oh my God, it's working. <laughs> they look happy. These things that made me continue, doesn't even matter like how many hours, how many challenges and difficulties, like for that is completely rewarded. I feel it's also like your vision getting realized. Yes, exactly. I love to yeah. But based on your learning, how can one become a better leader? So I think it is important to be positive. Try to be the most positive possible. If you are positive, you can really motivate your team to make things like happen. So like motivating your team is really important and be positive. And also I would say like, try to listen more, but learn how to listen and talk the last, be the last person to talk. This is really important. So you give your team the space to really express themselves, express their ideas. And if you talk first, sometimes you are killing it <laughs> because they cannot give their feedback before. And also um, I would say like, always try to ask for their opinions what they think about the activities, your process, your new ideas, the changes. It is really important so they get involved in the organization and they get more identified. So like this community building and organization building. Be positive, motivate, learn to listen and be the last to talk and ask your team for their opinion. These were things, <laughs> very important.
Great, great. What did you learn from all these experiences? What are your biggest uh, learnings that you haven't imagined that you would be <laughs> learning this? I learned so many things from different areas, but I think like when you learn something new, the professional experiences, I learned a lot of personal development and I also interpersonal communication. I'm still improving. It's like you never stop learning this. But I also learned like if you want to yeah, coordinate like a, a group of people, a big group of people, it is super important to really know these people. Mm. It is not enough like just at the info evening, hello, yeah, you want to come in? Like, boom, like, no. <laughs> and this is not like I want to do neither. So it is really important to know why your team is there, what are their motivations, what they want to do, what are their goals, why are they, like you said at the beginning, why are they engaging during their free time for a social project? Because they could, they could do other things during the free time, but they are helping this social project to help people. So why are they there? And also like when you get to know each person, you know like how to communicate different with each one, because you cannot communicate at the same way with each person. This doesn't work. Every person is different, really different, I can tell you. And everyone has their needs and you need to communicate differently with each of them. And I also like it. It's like, I love it. <laughs> For me, it's also very important in my team. Like they feel really comfortable that they know that they can give their opinions if they have new ideas, they can completely bring them. Even if they sound really crazy, I think we could try to. <laughs> so I am really open. This is the open atmosphere like I want to always create. I would really feel free to give their opinion, give their feedback, give maybe, okay, we can improve this, like this, we can do that. And like they feel good with the other team members. That's why we also try to do a lot of team meetings so they can get to know each other. So that they really feel good at the work project because it's their free time. So it's, they need to be something that they really like and they enjoy. And also from other things like Ireland, like because from the beginning until now in the project, we have been changing a lot because we adapt. We need to adapt to our customers. Our customers will be our participants <laughs> in this case. So for example, the activity that if we do exactly the activity we did in 2018, it's not going to work now. <laughs> so you need to always adapt because people is changing and the world is changing. So you always need to adapt and be super flexible. These are like that we are super adaptable because you need to do it, otherwise it doesn't work. And also get to know very well your customers or participants in my case to know really what they like, what they don't like, how we can bring them together better with the elderly, what are their expectations, their motivations, what really, yeah. It's super important to know both your team, so the volunteers in my case, and your customers that will be the participants. I think you have learned lots of things. One learns going to business school, like to learn to manage people, how to motivate your employees. And, I love it. <laughs> I love to motivate. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely a great example how you can become, I think, 
a leader just doing something that you really care about and i saw you having done it so thank you for telling us your experience <laughs> you're welcome great. great so now use your like imagine this is a stage what what you need for um uh, to go towards the direction you really wanted to go <laughs> We need more volunteers now. We are focusing in really establishing the NGO, developing the whole strategies for uh, Let Bund to make it bigger because now everyone knows only the Salo project, but Let Bund nobody knows what it is. Of course, we created in December. So now we are establishing everything for Let Bund to get a like, official organization for the future project and also to get funding for our project. So the thing like now we are really focusing on what is marketing, communications, public relations, graphic design. So if anyone wants to help, <laughs> please call me. <laughs> and also finance, legal, if you want to help, cut and shoot. <laughs> and yeah, we want the project getting really big. It's a goal to really get the funding to hire someone <laughs> to get really so I could only work in this and I don't need to have two jobs. So this will be my dream. <laughs> so, but this is really difficult because we are a non-profit organization. Mm. So also, if you have a company. <laughs> <laughs> to support, donate. Sometimes it's the case that people know people that they want to donate and they don't know yeah. where. So <laughs> every donation is helpful. <laughs> like we are like all volunteers. The, every cent goes to this organization to make to our activities and to help the people that we want to help. We are happy with any support and any volunteers. With any, we are happy. We are really happy with everything. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So anyone who is interested will be getting in touch. I would like to take this opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> to really thank my team for everything because even during Corona, during these, these hard times, we have been meetings. We have been working a lot. So like back office to prepare everything when we are going back, we are coming back to our normal activities. So really thank you for your motivation, for your time, for your ideas, because you are always positive. And like, even when I am normally positive, but of course during Corona, I had my moments. <laughs> and like my team was motivated me. So this is, whoa, <laughs> I really, really, really thank you. And hopefully we can uh, retake our activities too. Oh, yeah. that's nice. That's nice. I'm happy that you took the time uh, for telling this. Great. So it is very important. <laughs> and thank you, Isil, for the invitation and your thank time. You. Thank you. I'm so glad that you came and I got to ask you my questions. I really yeah. <laughs> conversation. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you would like to know more about BeCoach Academy and if you would like to be trained as a coach or a leadership coach visit our website www.becoach-academy.com if you have any questions any feedback feel free to send us an email at contact at becoach-academy.com my name is Ushul Uysal Kalvelli and it was my pleasure to be with you today on this podcast and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Take care.